Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller here with a little birthday slash anniversary celebration. We are eight years old this weekend. How about that? Yay to us. <laughs> it wasn't the first weekend of April. It was, I think, it, I don't remember, but back in 2013, we launched this thing over Easter weekend. So here we are eight years later, and I just thought we might take a look not even for a second back, and definitely look forward. And the thing I would say right off the bat is thank you for listening. Whether you are new to this podcast effort or you have been here before, I really appreciate you listening. On behalf of Daniel and Majana and Sarah, thank you so much for being a part of our little tribe. And to that end, mention the Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners on Facebook. If you haven't joined that, please do. We'd love to have you. Great engagement. Fantastic conversations over there. Now, in looking back, I really thought, you know, scrub it. Let's just look forward. This is an audio blog that started in 2013 uh, when I got a tap on the shoulder to do a podcast. Back in 2013, podcasts were nothing as big as they are today. Daniel and I had a conversation with our hosting company this past week, and they talked about the United States basically being a mature podcast market. With over a million of them out there, there's plenty to choose from. Well, it wasn't that way back in 2013, so I got this little prompt, basically, an intuitive prompt to do a podcast, and I had no idea what to talk about. In fact, with my broadcast background, I knew how to put the sound together. I didn't know how to get it launched, so I had to go online and figure that out. And seriously, it's hard to imagine 250-some-odd episodes later that I didn't know what to say. What's in between the first episode and this episode is what all has happened since then, and it has been an amazing journey. And it makes me think, where will we be eight years from today? when we're signing on here and saying happy 16th anniversary birthday. Well, for me, I'll almost be 70. For us, it will be 2029, and we will be looking back on the history of this decade instead of looking forward to what might be happening. It kind of reminds me of diving in Cozumel. When you get on that wall in Cozumel and you look from about 100 feet down to, I don't know how deep it is, 5,000 feet off that off of that shelf, and there's nothing but blue, and you realize it's a long, long, long ways down there. Well, it seems like as we look ahead, it's like looking into that blue field of ocean where there's a long ways between here and 2030. And what will it hold? Where will we be consciously and subconsciously? It makes me realize that some who are listening to this will have incredible victories over the next 10 years, and some will have incredibly deep valleys over the next 10 years, and some who are conjoined in this space and time right now will not be with us for the 16th anniversary. One thing is for sure, as long as I have breath and we have availability, we will be continuing to put this message out and following this journey. And I think in just some quick reflections around that for our little celebration here, I thought of a post that I put in the Facebook group actually this past week where somebody asked a question about sin, actually. And I found myself answering that post and something that just bubbled up 
I thought was very appropriate for this conversation. So the idea was, how do we come into this existence that we have? And I firmly believe, after wrestling through my background of Christianity, interesting that this podcast was prompted to be released on Easter, the system and the faith that I grew up with, and realizing now from this perspective that this isn't our only rodeo, I don't believe, and that the real purpose of our incarnation of coming together on this planet is to grow from a soul perspective. And what I put in the Facebook post is that we come as a soul, but we come embodied in this space suit to do life on planet Earth. This body of flesh and blood and bones and skin and a mind, an ego, a self, part of our spacesuit. So we have our soul. That is what is connected to source. Amir Zoji was on here back in 2017, I believe, and he talked about the image of think of a giant lake. Think of like the Great Lakes or a big lake that you're familiar with. Bunch and bunch, a bunch of water. That's source, this abundance of everything, all that is, if you would. It's a metaphor. And if you held up a little drinking water, plastic water bottle, you know, that was like half full, you shook the water around in it, that's us. That's our soul. It comes from source. It is part of source, but it's not source. And I like the way Amir said it. He said, that's not the perfect example, but it's as close as I can think of. I mean, how do you describe to the space suit the concept of infinity? So we have that little part of us inside of us, that part of the water inside the water bottle, that wants to get back to source. That's the whole purpose. It's that reconnection with the lake, with source. In fact, just as an aside, I mean, if you take the original concept of the Easter story. Isn't that what it's all about? So my buddy in Aspen, Hemet, says that we are wanting to connect to the home office. Well, that's the soul side of our composition. And the spacesuit side is all about survival in outer space, in an unfriendly environment, if you would. So it has a plan, it has a brain, it has an ego, it has a connection to all the stuff that we dragged through space and time to be in this place in time. There's some fancy words for you, right? Like, blah, blah, blah. Look, we dragged all this stuff with us, and we've come in here built in two pieces. One side of us wants to connect to source, one side of us wants to survive. So the ego knows best. It thinks. In other words, it's like the ego thinks that it's in control of the spacesuit. And I guess technically it is. So we have to come to a point in our journey that we recognize this separation, this division of two different parts of ourselves. And that's what I did. And it was all documented in the 2017 and 18 time frame of the podcast where I was wrestling through this in Aspen where my lesson was, am I willing, and I would negotiate with my spacesuit, higher self talking to spacesuit self, are you willing to stand down and let the home office give some direction here? (laughs) It was funny how that worked out. 
I would I was doing it on these hiking trails. I said, spacesuit, are you willing to be quiet until we get to that pine tree up there? Yes, no problem. Okay, higher self, take over. And then spacesuit. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, wait a minute. Stop right in the middle of the hiking trail and renegotiate. Okay, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Spacesuit says, okay, I'll stand down. Soul, home office, connection, here we go. And But wait a minute, we're going to have to walk farther than the tree now because we've messed up that part. So further we go. And it was this back and forth. And finally, spacesuit started to let go. So I've heard so many people say in so many venues, I can't plug into my intuition. I can't get connected to that higher self source. It's because of the spacesuit. The spacesuit is too loud because the home office phone rings very softly and the message is often cryptic. So we have to be in tune with it in order to hear it. And as I think about the next eight years ahead of us, the 2020s, what I think of is that we are changing and shifting energy on Earth. I hear about this 3D and 4D and 5D stuff, and I got to tell you, I don't understand that. I've not had any experience with it. I don't know the source of it or the credibility of it. But I hear that it's out there. The age of Aquarius. Well, nobody can agree on when the age of Aquarius is or even what it is. You guys who have been following know that I have really fallen in love with astrology. And by the way, have a crossover. I have a daily podcast called Fun Astrology. Would love to have you join over there. Talk about what's going on up in the sky today. But astrology points to a shift. And to me, two very significant things have happened in our recent past that indicate that that is exactly what is going on. And that was the alignment in the sky, the conjunction of the planets Saturn and Pluto, which happened in January of 2020. And then the recent one that a lot of us got to put our eyeballs on was the conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter last December. A lot of people called that the Christmas star. So here we are, Easter. Well, these are interesting things. And I do believe that those were the indications in the sky that things were changing. What they are changing into, I don't know. How much, quote-unquote, good, quote-unquote, bad, how much tension, how much restriction, how much freedom, I don't know. All of those things will be revealed. Fred Dodson wrote a recent book on time traveling. And I would like to go back and revisit that (laughs) and think, wouldn't you love to time travel to 2029 and just get it over with? I'll tell you what, if I figure it out and I can go down to 2029, I'll do a podcast on it. If you figure it out and you get there first, email me because I would love to interview you. How about that? Is that a deal? All right. So as I think about this time in front of us, I think of two things. Number one, whatever is ahead We need to take the best care of both sides of our being. We need to take care of the spacesuit, and we need to take care of the soul, the water bottle, if you will, the home office telephone system. So if we think about our spacesuit, I don't have to say much here, right? You know how you're doing. You know how you could do better, and you know where you are right now today. Question is, what steps could we take in order to improve our overall health. Just yesterday, and I'm recording this on April 2nd of 2021, I interviewed Mark Cuban. Some of you will know that name. He is on the television show Shark Tank. 
He made $3 billion during the tech boom in 2000 and has invested it wisely and now is worth over double that. Basketball fans know that he owns the Dallas Mavericks franchise, and we did an interview with him for a radio program that I produce in the Dallas-Fort Worth market. The reason we did the interview on a health show is because he has the same heart problem that I do, atrial fibrillation. One of the things that he does to prevent the AFib episodes is completely changed his diet. He tracks it on MyFitnessPal app on his phone. He has gone almost all vegetarian. He has reduced foods that cause acid reflux in the stomach. Sounds like he's reduced mostly the stimulants. He doesn't drink the energy drinks. He said he was drinking Red Bull when he got the, when he got the first episode about 10 years ago. But he stopped the stimulants, doesn't drink coffee, and that has basically taken care of his AFib. He will have an occasional episode, but not much. Dropped weight in the process. And this is a guy that is physically active. He said when he just eliminated the carbohydrates, the sweets, and started eating a more healthy, for him, vegetarian diet, and the pounds started coming off. And he said that really, it's no magic to it. He said he just combines foods that he likes. He he ate this, he mentioned for lunch, he had had this black beans and bell peppers and I forget what else. There was one other ingredient that, oh, cheese. He had a, a cheese on there that he combined and he said he put it in the microwave. That was his lunch. He said, because I like beans, I like the peppers, I like the cheese, I just put them together. He said, that's what I do. Not scientific, but he said once, and he tracks it all on the app. But he said once he started doing that, he works out, but he said that the pounds just started falling off. He got down to a good weight and has maintained his health. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. What could we do to just align a little better? Think about taking care of the spacesuit. Now, because we are shifting energy, okay, let's say that we are going from 3D to 5D or whatever all of that is. Let's say that there is that kind of a significant shift going on right under our nose. I'm going to get on a soapbox for about 45 seconds. Just allow me, or you can hit your fast forward button and scoot by it. But I would like to put in the space that you consider your position with alcohol from the standpoint of are you able to plug into the home office your maximum best when alcohol is a part of your existence? I would say if you could answer that unequivocally, no effect whatsoever, okay, great, done. If, however, you feel in any kind of way that it might dull those senses that at least for the next, and here's what I would negotiate with you, 2021 for the longest period. Okay, not willing to do that. Got it. Would you be willing to come all the way down and try it for 90 days just to try to set it aside and see if creating that void heightens your attunement on the other side of your composition? Would your spacesuit allow it? Give it a try. Soapbox complete. (laughs) Thank you for listening. So I think piece number one is let's take better care of our spacesuits. Piece number two is obviously let's grow our soul. So how do we do that? The number one area where people say they can't plug into intuition is definitely governed by how chattery the noise is in our heads. 
We fill our worlds with noise. I am so sensitive to this because I have this audio booth where I am standing right now that is completely silent. And I come in here and it's so quiet. Some people couldn't stand coming in here because it's so quiet. Listen, you don't hear anything and people can't stand that. So we have televisions on from the minute we wake up. We find the remote. Click. Here comes the morning news or turn on the radio or turn on the podcast or turn on the phone. And I love, 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 love that people listen to the Fun Astrology podcast often in the morning with their coffee. That's great. But do you build in the quiet times? Do you have those precious moments in your day before the kids wake up, before the emails begin, before the texts begin, before the roar of traffic increases, before the boss calls, whatever, do you have those precious moments to be quiet? Can you, do you get out in nature where you can hear, oh, so much better? Because when you hear from the higher source, when you hear from the soul, when you hear from that connection to the home office, then you've got a choice because you're hearing from the spacesuit. So you have to go back and negotiate with the spacesuit whether we're going to follow the phone call or whether we're going to do what the spacesuit knows we should do. Because look at the spacesuit has all the answers. It has the data. It has the past results. It knows what is best. It has the accumulation of karma. It has all of the stuff to come to planet Earth to survive. And then I think once we get our feet on the ground and we get established and we look around on this place that we've landed, some of us stay in the survival mode and some of us go to the playground mode. It's like, wow, I came back to the playground. Their experience on planet Earth is <laughs> hip, hip, hooray. This place is great. Some are beam me up, Scotty. There is no intelligent life on this planet. That was from a Star Trek episode about 50 gazillion years, 50 light years ago. <laughs> and the thing is, is how do you explain that? How do you explain some people come here just are born to be successful versus some who seem to come born into challenge? Anyway, that's waxing far more philosophical than I want to go with this. The bottom line is we need to take care of our soul, and then we need to go back and negotiate that with our spacesuit, with our ego, with ourself. And that ultimately determines our outcome. Some people never plug into the spiritual side. Some people are a little bit too woo-woo-la-la and don't have the practical side. It takes both working in harmony. So as we look out over the next eight years, we think about blending and working together our soul and our spacesuit and how we can take the best care of each. Because you might speculate that over the next eight years, there could be a shift from a world where having billions of dollars doesn't matter so much anymore. And having a very activated connection to source is a lot more valuable than money. What I see from my perspective is that people all over the planet are being called up and out to do this kind of work. If you are feeling that kind of tap on your shoulder, then this message is all the more appropriate for you. And I know in this group there are many of you that are feeling that tug 
and that pull. So strengthen your spacesuit, strengthen your soul, and step into the work that you are being called to do. Follow the guidance. And as we look forward over the next eight years, that's how I see us growing together, is supporting all of us through this transition. So until we meet again, happy birthday and happy anniversary to all of us. And I'll see you again soon. Thanks for listening. I really appreciate you. And above all, enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.